Hey guys, my name's Bree, and thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I have a piece that I wrote uh, about a month ago for my church. Um, we were in a sermon series called I'm Terrible with Names, and basically it went over the different names of Jesus and the importance of them all. And um, when I was writing this piece, I just felt like I needed to really expand on the importance of not just knowing the name, but knowing the person. Um, because there are so many different names for Jesus and, you know, what's the point in knowing all of these names if we don't know the person, you know? And so that was really my heart in this. Um, so this piece is called the man behind the name and I'm really excited to share it with you. So I hope you like it. When you hear the name Jesus, what comes to mind? Prior to my flesh's demise, his name meant nothing to me. A curse word, perhaps. Maybe a lyric I'd sing along during Christmas carols, but every time my pupils perceived his name displayed across stickers or caught a glimpse of it embroidered on bracelets, my eyes would roll so far back into the pit of my skull I'd briefly become blind because I couldn't bear to witness anyone claiming to love Jesus while at the same time hold up signs painted with condemnation as their mouths spewed brimstone by words of fire and hatred. And if God is love, well, this is a poor demonstration. I affiliated his name with shame and disgrace. I felt unwelcome in his house, believing my back was unworthy of the pew it rested on. Terrified to dip my fingertips in holy water for fear it would burn me, a sign for clergy to spurn me. And if God was anything like these religious robed men, then why would anyone want heaven to let them in? I pictured him as this dark and distant dismissive creator whose assistance was restricted from people with less than perfect behavior. I figured he kept record of my wrongs, telling every mistake and regret, and if I dared ask for forgiveness, without resistance he'd throw the list in my face. Absent of mine, I continued through life, desperate to find meaning, but each attempt was depleting. Time after time I stumbled, resulting in my soul's fracture, and acceptance was the cast it was set in. Months of tenacious torment tainted my thoughts without prejudice against the days or the nights until I was fully convinced only death could bring peace. But when I was at my worst, when I lost everything, I dropped to my knees. The reservoir of my tears ran dry, but my body couldn't stop weeping. My empty, exhausted heart forced itself to keep beating, even though I begged it to stop. My whole life was spread out before me. A giant mess like 10,000 pieces of 10,000 different puzzles. I couldn't figure out how to piece it back together. But over the internal screams, I heard a soft knock. Maybe if I ignored it long enough, it would stop. I just wanted to be at peace in pieces. But to appease the silence, I decided to invite him in. I spoke in broken syllables. Words collapsed under my breath. I wasn't sure if he even heard me. But before I could stand, he bent down to meet me exactly where I was at. Without a word, he removed the pieces from my shaking fingers and laid them down with the rest. His hand cupped my chin as he whispered, Daughter, look up. A stranger, but such a familiar and safe figure, his voice kind, sweet like honey, but he spoke with such authority. I didn't have time to wipe my eyes, my face stained of mascara, shadowed by shame, embarrassed by the mess I left, but he didn't even seem fazed by it. And his grace, like a magnetic pool, lifted my head until we were face to face. And in a moment, 
My soul recognized its creator and every crater, every crack suddenly healed. Gently his hands removed the cast containing my fractured soul and he breathed his spirit into me. So intimately I instantly realized his eyes witnessed every moment of my existence, every act and thought against him. There I sat defenseless in repentance but so safe within his presence. Softly he whispered to the scale, sin stitched across my eyes to fall, and I could clearly see the man before me. And his name that meant nothing. The name I mocked and scoffed, the same name I cursed and drugged through the dirt, met me in my hurt and my worst, the word, the son of man, Jesus the Christ, saved me. So when you hear his name, what comes to mind? More importantly, do you know the man behind it? There are many names, but there's only one Savior, one way to heaven from earth. And when he returns, you may know his name, but will he know yours? <laughs>